Hey, what's up, Kansas City? Stephen St. John here with a uh, another episode of Hot Mike with SSJ. Yes, we're, we're back from another hiatus, so you can blame me. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this thing rolling on a regular basis. Been lining up some really good guests for you uh, that I'm booking out several weeks in advance, and so we're gonna have some uh, some fun episodes of Hot Mike with SSJ coming up uh, over the uh, next several months. Got my old friend Todd Lebo here to kind of bring things this back. This isn't and one of them. It could be fun. And so we we uh, I, I was I was telling the story the other day to uh, to one of my kids, and then we ended up telling some of the story at a social event we were at. So I thought, you know, this would make a good little episode with the start of football season to to you know I don't know spend thirty minutes or so talking about one of the best moments of my professional life that I was able to uh, share with you down in Miami when the Chiefs won the first Super Bowl in 50 years. And I don't want the uh, significance of that to float away as they win more Super Bowls, right? Because there was the, the, that, that first one after 50 years was special and uh, held a lot of significance for me. And I like to go on these... Uh, Kind of like go down these rabbit holes on Facebook. I like to watch fan reaction videos of teams winning. Uh, and my favorite ones were these, uh, all these videos put together from Cubs fans when they finally won the World Series after, after so many years of not winning it and watching the emotion and watching, uh, you know, the final, especially as, as exciting as that Game 7 was against Cleveland. Uh, and so they got me thinking about what it was like when the Chiefs finally won the World Series or the Chiefs finally won the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. Um, cause I, and, they, and they've got some really good videos of Chiefs fans celebrating uh, the championship, right? And so it was a unique experience for me because uh, I was there. I was lucky enough to be in Miami. And we were roommates at a ho- fucking hotel. What was the name of it? Element? I think it was an Element. Uh, and there was A-Loft and Elements are right next to each other. It was nice. And we were in the element. It was like a little apartment. Yeah. We were there for nine days. Well, let's t- are we going to be entirely honest in this thing? I mean, kind of. Okay. I don't know how far we want to go. Well, here's the deal. Let me, I, I just, oh, I, on my phone, fuck. I'm going to go back before we go. Look at this. Who's, who, who, who are you talking to in that picture? Chris Jones. And Chris Jones. We were out there doing interviews before. Yeah, send that, that to him so he can put it up on the yeah, screen. Yeah, I'll send Ben pictures. He can, he'll take you through a photographic journey of this. So that was before we left. We talked to Chris Jones down there, and then and then who's this guy? That's me after I hurt my fucking back at Arrowhead. <laughs> We're at press conference at Arrowhead. Hey, I had and you. Everyone knows that back surgery last October. This was a long fucking process. It was good because I fucking threw my back out of Arrowhead, and I had to like inch myself up against the wall. He was dying laughing. He wouldn't fucking help me. Wouldn't help him. Yeah, and it was wouldn't help. Very him. painful. And then, uh, and then let's see. Then uh, what's my next picture? Is this is uh, this is at Radio Row? Okay, so before we get to Radio Row, here's what I remember about the day we left. The day we left, Kobe Bryant died. Remember that? Oh yeah, we were on that the plane. That was the plane, and it, and this news was. Breaking. We didn't believe it. It was the Sunday before the Super Bowl. We were we flying down it. there. We're like, is this like, is this real life? So that that cast a. A pall over Super Bowl week nationally. Right. It was pretty wild. So we got down to South Beach. Well, we weren't on South Beach. That's where Radio Row was. We're at the Element. I was, out, there, uh, I was on South Beach for one day. If you've been to Miami, we were west of the airport. And 
by the way, South Beach is east of everything. It is east of Miami, all right? So we were a long ways away. So we get down there, and it was you and me, and uh, Jason Anderson was with us, and Darren Smith was with us. And then Pamela was there, and and Seren and Allie Trost, but they were staying somewhere else. We we were the element crew, right? And uh, They had a, uh, what do you call it? The fuck? When you, when you, Airbnb. Yeah, Airbnb. So, they, But they didn't get there on Saturday. They came down a little bit later in the week. So we get down there, and we're, uh, we, we're hungry, like the wolf. Yeah. And we get there, and we're like, they didn't really have a meal. I remember we ate at the, there was a bar, and we were able to, to scavenge some food that night, and it gave us sustenance, because it would have been a long travel day to get you there. You remember once we got there, it was your birthday that week, and then everywhere we went, I kept telling the... We got, Manager of the waiter, it was your birthday. I got a lot of birthday celebrations. And you guys kept getting mad. Quit telling people it's my fucking birthday. So we went down. The, so the Monday, we go to Radio Row. There was actually a bus to go to Radio Row on Monday. After that, there was no longer a bus to go to Radio Row. So after Monday, I said, fuck this. We need a van. So I was able, I called Chad. I said, we got to rent a van. We, we can't, van. we can't fucking do this. So I find on Google Maps, I said, well, here's an enterprise or something that's fairly close to the hotel. I'll just walk down there and get this fucking van. It wasn't as close as I thought. Right. I, I walked down this fucking busy-ass road that. to get the van. And so then we had a yeah. van. We had transportation. And let me tell you, that's the only time I've really been in Miami, nine days. I think we both shared the same sentiment. Fucking Miami sucked. It was terrible. Fucking traffic was awful. Construction, everything else. And for us, everything was so spread out. We were our hotel was so far from Just the Radio view Row from our hotel. I mean, oh, there, yeah. there's fucking cows. Yeah. I got to send Ben all these pictures. Yeah. No, it, it was thing. fucking. We were know. at the edge of civilization. Right. Like it's all civilization. And it's just green. But stuff. like Radio Row was great, and doing the interviews there was great, and everything was great about um, you know being there with a chance to watch the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But it was you know there, there were so many days, and I just wanted. I just wanted to race through everything. So I wanted to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, right? And so every day, we were long days. We'd get there at Radio Road. I'd do the morning show. And then I'd stay there pretty much all day to try to record interviews with different celebrities and athletes. And did a great, like, I, you know, I'm looking right now at all. I got an album of pictures of there's me with Edward James Olmos and Ryan Fitzpatrick and two of the stars of the Top Gun sequel and MC Hammer and Dana White and what time? When, when did Top Wilder. Gun finally come out? A long time. Like after two years that. later, it was supposed to come out. Then the pandemic happened. They're like, nah, we're not putting Top Gun out Jake yet. Jake Paul, George uh, Jorge Masvidal, whatever. And so, it was a great experience. But I wanted to just fucking race through it so we could get to the end of the week. It's the first thing we ate at a restaurant. You remember going to? The Arepa place, oh, amazed. Okay. Yeah, I, got, I got a picture of everything. Um, oh boy! And so, but what I told, what I told myself was I wasn't gonna drink at all all week long, because I I, I kept thinking, man, this is such an important week of uh, shows that, like me, I've been waiting my whole life to watch the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I feel like for our listeners, they've been waiting their whole lives to listen to. Radio shows leading up to the Chiefs going to the fucking Super Bowl, right? So everyone wants to hear the interviews, want to hear all the stuff that we have from Radio Row. This is a big deal. And so at the same time that I want to, just to kind of wish the week away so I could get to the weekend, I also was trying to embrace everything 
because it was such a great experience, and it was an experience that I was I wasn't totally sure I'd ever have in my professional life. And so I didn't. I, I and everyone else was drinking. Everyone else was having fun and partying all week. I kept it clean because I, I wanted to be crisp. I wanted to be fresh. Did you? And I, I did for every fucking show during the week. When did I drink during the week? Not one fucking time. You didn't. Yeah, I might have had a beer at dinner. No. No. Let me find a picture. No. I bet you had a beer at dinner. We, 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 didn't, we didn't even talk about opening night. Remember when, when you held night. D Ford's feet to the fire on opening night? No. See, I'm not concerned about all that shit. I want to talk about the actual experience of being at the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Remember, the, the, there's cases of beer at the people across the hall from us? Yeah. Uh, they were partying, not us. I spent, I probably fucking spent 40 hours that week on a bus. Oh, it was, you yeah. guys had the van, and uh, I was on the bus because I, I was going to cover the Chiefs at their, at their stuff. You and Jason were at the van. Before we, Jason Anderson, yes or no, as a driver. One of the worst fucking drivers I've ever been in a car with. But life. did you always make it? Yeah, but that's not a great indicator of whether you're a good driver, and I fear for my fucking life. But I guess we needed him on that wall. We needed him behind that wheel. You want him on that with wall. With the match, the aggression of wall. the Miami drivers. And remember, there was so they would have different like press opportunities at different sites around the city, and so I was bound to determine like I'm going to fucking Jennifer Lopez press conference, and I took like an Uber Uber to some fucking hotel downtown, and I I'm got there. At a I'm going to see if you had a drink at the Miami Heat game. You may have. Yeah, but you Lorenzo know, whatever, maybe a sip or something like that. Had, we were up but I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't get any, I wasn't, wasn't, you know, I didn't party do anything. I was good, you know, and I was right, and I was, I was in bed on time. I, you know, I was, it was a big deal to me to do really good shows that whole week. What we did on the 27th was opening night. The 28th, we went to the Miami Heat game, and then we didn't, then we went to dinner. We saw, that's where we, had, we ate at the same place that Dana White was. Right. And you tried to get in a fight with a UFC guy. Did Actually, not. you didn't try to do that. No. You didn't try to do that. I'm looking at these. I'm, I bet you had a drink somewhere. No, because everyone was ordering bottles of wine. No. I don't drink wine. I don't know. I'm looking through I'm pictures. I'm not getting them. Why, why are you so concerned about trying to disprove what I'm, what I'm saying? <laughs> because it builds up to the fucking story, right? What is that? Who's that? It's some dude in the lobby. And so, uh, oh, boy. And, and so like, I, I, you know, I didn't want to party. You know, a lot of people were partying all week long because it was a big deal. But then we got to the end of the week when fucking Snoop Dogg opened for Guns N' Roses. Then I started to let my, uh, my hair down, right? But then... That, we, was, that was Friday night. Yeah. It, my birthday was Saturday. I was turning 50 on Saturday. Yeah. So Friday night, we went to Snoop Dogg. We saw how many seconds of Snoop Dogg? I don't know. Three? Whatever. We, I mean, we didn't even See, get no, there But before that, so Friday afternoon, Jason Whitlock, he'd come on my show, and then he invited me to go to the live set of his show at the time on ESPN. Was it on FS1 or ESPN? Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, whatever. How many jobs has he had and since so, then? A lot. So he had me there in the front row of the taping. And you and wore fucking fancy clothes. I had a fucking was, suit it was jacket. South Beach, was, it was hot. So. I was on South Beach, but I was there. Deontay Wilder, at the time the heavyweight champ, was there. Whitlock mentioned me on the show, introduced me to Deontay Wilder. It's fucking great, right? So meanwhile, I'm back at the radio row with Jason and Seren, and he's trying to get his show wrapped up. Yeah. And our job is we need to take some of the gear, and they need to take some of the gear, and we need to we need to procure Stephen St. John. You got to come pick me way. up because I took an Uber down there. We got to find a way and, to get and to St. So John. This is why I, I, I told you I didn't drink leading up to that, right? And so when I was done sitting, and I sat in the front row, and all these people were on texting the beach. me, I see you on TV. It's outside, like, right, right, right? You're on the beach. I'm on South Beach. I said, I'm going to go and 
first bar I can find. I'm going to get a big drink. I'm going to fucking chug it because now it's on. Now it's Friday. I'm it, ready to fucking roll. By the way, it's like 3 o'clock. And I'm pre-gaming. It's not, it's not right? like But I'm nighttime. pre-gaming for Snoop Dogg and Guns N' Roses, right? And so I go into this, like a popular bar, and I, and I, I uh, said, give me a drink. He goes, what do you want? I said, give me your specialty with a bunch of fucking alcohol in it, something on the beach. And I don't know, some big tropical drink, whatever. And I drank that motherfucker. Boom. I'm like, chase you in the Super Bowl, let's go. And then you... In the meantime, right? I had not driven down there. Jason had driven the van right. down there, and you guys had parked in a different place. So now we're walking around with fucking boxes of gear, and he can't remember exactly where he parked. So we're walking the streets of fucking South Beach trying to look for the garage where you parked. We finally find the Can car, you pick me up? and now I'm fucking sweating my balls off, and, and I'm on the phone with you. And you're like, I'm on sixth yeah. and whatever. And we're like, we're on this. And then I, I, I spied you. I said, stay, stay yeah, in the median, yeah. stay in the median. And you ran across the street. We had to fucking drive around the block. We go all the up. way back to our hotel. And then they get all the way back for the concert. That's, where we well, missed that's why we missed That's why we had to go get Pamela because right. she was at Radio Row. And then we had to go, we had to drive around and we picked her up. And then we had to go all the way back because, like, you guys had to fancy up or something. I was like, let's go to this fucking show. So we drove. All the way back. I don't wear what a suit to in Guns rush hour Guns traffic on a Friday. Remember how bad it rained town. after Guns N' Roses? And then we had to drive all the way back. So it missed Snoop Dogg. It rained, I don't know, maybe three quarters of an inch. And that means five inches of rain puddled up in the fucking streets right. of, of South Beach or, or from downtown Miami. So we went to the show. It was fun. Um, and we have to drive back. And Jason was driving. And on the fucking interstate, we hit a puddle that was like four inches yeah, deep. I thought I we were going to hydroplane off. I didn't feel safe. It wasn't safe. So then Saturday... That's my birthday. Right. So then here's, here's, here's where it went wrong. Well, okay. let me tell you before it went wrong. What did we say Friday when we left South Beach? Like, I don't know. We said we're never going back. Oh, yeah. I said we're never going like back it. to South Beach. And then we had to go back to South Beach because we, the station, had given away tickets. Oh, we had to find the person that won the tickets. So, oh, so they had given right. away, we had given away tickets, and Chad, boss man, had the tickets, and he was at a hotel on South Beach. So we had to drive our ass fucking back into South Beach. Traffic purposes, we don't want to be back there. That's all I'm telling we you. We go right? back. We had to go back to South Beach. And who did we see when we're waiting for Chad to come out with the tickets? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey <laughs> was walking to his hotel and, and rolled the windows down. He was like, what's up, Jalen? Yeah. And then uh, Chad gave us tickets. And we're like, all right, now, this is serious this time. We're never going back to South right. Beach. And I still haven't been back to South Beach. So, so it's my birthday, and we're going to go to Fort Lauderdale because there Lauderdale. was going to be a Chiefs party in Fort Lauderdale. So this... So this Chiefs Kingdom party was our people, and they had, this is Kansas City. They had asked me to MC it, right? And it was at this it's, fucking bar that was like gigantic. It was a, a, a courtyardy thing. Yeah, I don't know what it would be like. It was kind of like it looked. Was it reminded me the, the area where we kind of reminded me of Westport. Yeah, or, you know, it, it, the, in the bar, it would remind you of a big bar yeah. at, like the Ozarks that had yeah. multiple With levels a square bar and a in square the in the middle. So yeah. We get in there, and the plan is... We're VIP'd, buddy. Yeah. Well, I'm the MC. I'm hosting this yeah. motherfucker. Timmy and I'm was back there. there with Tim Grunhardt and Dante Hall. I think Bill, Bill Moss. I met Jim Tyre's son. Spencer Ware. He put his dad's Super Bowl ring on. Right. So all, all these former Chiefs players and everything. And so then all these people that are, like, my best friend Caesar was down there. Uh, Craig Cummings, uh, great former boxer in Kansas City. My, my former trainer, he was there, and Damon Reed was there. And all these people were saying, hey, are you, are you at this thing? I said, yeah, I'm fucking MCing it. Come on, I'll get you in. 
I get you VIP. Now, so it's all the Kansas City's there, and I'm, there's like two thousand people, right? Right when we got there, Stephen said to me, yeah. he said, "Here's the deal. Yeah, tomorrow's the Super Bowl. Don't let me get all drunk and Don't fucked up too bad late. tonight. Don't let me stay late." I said, "I got you, buddy." Jason Anderson does not drink. He's our DD. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't drink like even like smell it. So we're good to go. Jason's gonna drive us back. He's, he's ready to go whenever. So I said, all right. I put my hands on his face, and I said, I got you. Don't worry about it. And then we go into the place. Well, look, so <laughs> anyway, this is how things kind of yeah, turned into that's, a thing. That's, that's how things kind of ended up for me that night. We'll uh, send but, some pictures. But listen, so here's so the It deal. was good no, folks. But here's the fucking Regular deal. people. I get there, and, all, and like even like the principal of my kid's grade school is there, and her family, like everyone's. Hey, let's do a shot. Hey, I'll buy you a drink. Hey, I'll buy you a drink. I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle it. This was the kingdom. They were finally, there. this is no no more work. No more anything. It's no more the fancy Chiefs pants. Are South in Beach. The Super Bowl tomorrow. This is our people. And I was totally overwhelmed by it. And it was like I was in the middle of Kansas City, but we were in Miami. There was uh spontaneously they would break out with that. Country Roads, Mahomes yeah, song, yeah, and I mean it was take me home, Pat Mahomes. Yes, that and, and the whole place was singing. It was it was awesome. It, I was I, I was overwhelmed. I couldn't believe what was happening. Now listen, I would have loved to have stayed there till like two o'clock in the morning and had a good time. Just, but I had know, made a I'm promise just, to myself and my bleh, friend. Bleh, 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 bleh. And so it comes, you know, eleven years. About eleven to o'clock, go. I get I get to Stephen and I said, "Listen, we're leaving. You told me like, no you got to leave and to take care of no. you." Tonight. And he said, way. I got this. Yeah. Pamela says, I've been waiting. We're gonna Uber home. Whatever. I've been waiting for this my whole life. And I said, and I knew, like, and I was overconfident. I said, when we when the Chiefs win tomorrow, we're gonna be doing post-game coverage. I think we won't be able to celebrate. I'm pre-celebrating the fucking Super Bowl now. He said, I'll be good. We're I'm gonna good. be fine. I was good, but I was having fun. I was having fun. So I get in the car, frightening car ride with Jason, even though it actually wasn't bad. But you know, we're, there's no one on the road. It's great. He's totally sober. Drive home. Get back to our hotel room. Steve and I were sharing a room. We were sharing, sharing a, a bed. Sharing it. It was a king size bed. Yeah. There was a little thing you could have a pullout thing on. I said, "Here's the deal, dude. Yeah. Nobody wants to sleep on this fucking Just couch. Put a pillow in between us. That's all. No wrong with that. Pillow. I'll sleep with my friend. Bug. Not a problem. So." I get back there. I'm cozied up in this bitch. I got the AC cranked down to nothing. I don't know. It's 2.30, maybe 3. I don't know what time. And I hear some rattling doors going. <laughs> then I hear some grumbling. I, was mad. I hear this fucking guy come walking in. He goes, I don't understand how Uber even, what are, what are they doing? I don't understand how this fucking works. I don't know what kind of business model is this. I got mad because I left my fucking Lucky Chiefs bucket hat in that Uber. And he kept no I way of get a hold of the fucking guy. To fucking, the, I thought he stole my hat. Whatever. We don't need to get it. That's right. But so I was mad. He spent like 15 minutes talking to himself yeah. about Uber. And I'm like, <laughs> well, this is fucking great. Um, anyway, go to sleep, dummy dumb, whatever. I wake up next morning, I don't know, 6.30, yeah. go downstairs and have a... Uh, have some of the, they always, they misspelled something on the fucking buffet. What yeah. was it? Grapes was spelled wrong or something. That's, that's a good buffet. It was a great buffet. I go down and get a little coffee. I watch, I seriously, I got a picture. I'll send it a bit. There's, I think this guy, I don't know if he's a pimp or what. He can't, what? someone's peeling him into the place. There's two women all scantily clad trying to get this guy to where he oh. needed to go. And it's not me. No, it's like 10 Because listen. Old, old man here hadn't even stirred. I was he, out. He was but out. Then I had to get up early. 
like early to be on with Curtis Seabolt back here in Kansas City. Like 10 a.m. or something. And I was, I was, I did not, I was not feeling it. And so then we're fucking, you know, I don't know what time we started to head over, but I also had to do an appearance at the Guy Fieri tailgate, celebrity tailgate beforehand. Yeah, you guys did not ride the media bus with me. You guys. How did you thought you guys I, Ubered? I think we, I, there. So I had to appear at this and thing. You were I had no all going to be on the the, the media bus coming back. Giving away tickets to Kansas City fans and stuff. So we're there, but it was really cool. There was a lot of celebrities there. I met Guy Fieri and maybe some food. And uh, you needed a little food on your tum tum. I need, but I didn't feel great. And so then we making a long story as short as possible. Finally, get in to fucking Hard Rock to the stadium, and here we are. Chiefs are finally going to be in the Super Bowl. And we all know how the, the game went, right? Well, let me tell you the funny backstory. What? I'm not even sure you know all of this. What's that? I'm not sure you know all of this. Um, so, at the time, I had a working auxiliary press pass that I knew had a seat. Well, I know all this shit. What do you mean? And then you and Jason had auxiliary Why passes. Why are we going to tell this fucking story? We don't know if we have a seat, right? Then you're going to have to make me rewind and go fucking tell this part of it. Why not? Because I don't think that's pertinent to fucking people. All they need to know that. Okay, you want me to tell the story? Tell the story. I'll tell the fucking story. And so up until that point, I had an auxiliary press pass, and my fat ass was going to be in a fucking trailer. We didn't know. Two, no, we knew. We didn't know. 200 yards away from the fucking stadium, and I'd waited my entire fucking life to see the Chiefs of the Super Bowl. I worked my ass off the entire week to see the Chiefs of the Super Bowl, and I'm going to be basically watching on a fucking TV in a trailer. We don't know. We're not sure. Bullshit we didn't know, because that's what you told me. I didn't know. And so then you and Jason are trying to hatch a plan to sneak in there and go, I'm not fucking sneaking in nothing. I'll sit here. I'll watch the fucking uh, Super Bowl while everyone else has a fucking ticket to the game, and I'll be pissed off, but then I'll go do interviews in the locker room. I'll make the best of it. I'm just lucky I'm in the city. But I was, I was fucking scared. steaming. No, no, steaming. Scared. Fucking hot, right? And so then finally, on Sunday morning, and I'd even called my wife, and I was upset. I said, here's the deal. I'm not even going to get a chance to go into the game. She goes, are you fucking kidding me? I said, yeah, here's what it is, blah, blah, blah. They don't give us three full press passes. I got an auxiliary press pass, but you know what? I'm I'm luckier than most people. I'm, I've been here in Radio Row. I'll be here in the city when they when they win it, hopefully. And and you know, and you know, Susan's like super positive, and I'm always negative. She goes, "Oh, maybe you'll end up in there." I said, "Sue, I mean, or maybe I'll fucking grow to be six foot five and be the heavyweight champ. I'm, you know, maybe a lot of maybe I'll fucking fly to the moon next month, or or, or maybe not. Okay, maybe I won't get into the game. And so that morning." Uh, an angel, my angel on my shoulder, called me. I'm not going to say who. Do I? I'm not going to say who. Say whatever. Someone let me know that they had a ticket for me to the Super Bowl. One you know how ticket. much work I did behind the scenes to make this happen for you. You, you see, you can take all the fucking. Was it you? Of course, it was me. So you can take all the. No one I'm else not taking to, all the credit. I'm not you I'm, take enough credit? You I'm, take take, a lot of credit. I'm taking some credit for this because I, I wanted to make sure you were fucking handled. Yeah. What did you do? I made sure that people okay. knew how important it was. He pulled strings. Someone called me and I got a ticket. And 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 so I, <laughs> I don't fucking care what people. I think. couldn't I'm have saying. my bedmate scared. You know, I was I was mad. I was upset. Yes. I fucking get off the phone, so I've got the ticket, right? And so I call Susan. 
to tell her, and I just fucking bust out in tears. Like, I'm, I'm going to be in the game. I'm going to the game, you know? So I went from all week thinking I'm not going to be in the game. I'm, I'm, and now here, day of, I'm going to the game. And so then I called, and then I called Richie and Phil and put them on a speakerphone and told them the whole story. And they were so happy. And look, I'm, look, I'm overly sentimental. People criticize this for me all the time, about this all the time. But it was very significant for me to be in that game for a number of reasons. And at the very top of the list is, like, I was, was, you know, I fell in love with the Chiefs because of my grandfather, Danny Ontiveros. My mom and dad, when I grew up, were huge Royals fans. How could you not be? That was, you know, I was born in 72, 76, 77, 78, going to the World Series in 80. You know, back to the playoffs in, you know, 81 and 84 and then winning in 85. George Brett everywhere. True Blue Royals. That would be our thing. We'd go and sit in general mission. We loved it. That was the Royals. People didn't love the fucking Chiefs. People didn't love the Chiefs in the 70s and the 80s. But my grandpa did. Hardcore. And he'd take me to games when you would go and get be a part of the huddle club where if you were like a kid or a senior citizen, you got like a half-price ticket and a T-shirt. And we'd go to games that nobody was at. And then he's, he kept going... Up until, I think, so I remember he took me to the Bo Jackson game where people threw baseballs at him. And the last game that my grandfather took me to was Derek Thomas's first game as a rookie. And then oddly enough, when it started to be the place to go, my grandpa didn't want to go to the games anymore because it was fucking too many people and the, it was parking was too difficult. He liked it when he could just drive up and there was no fans. You know what I mean? Because that's the way it was. Right, yeah, it was simple. And so then he was, but he still loved him. He wanted to watch him on, on the TV. But that's, you know, and he, he'd, he'd always, you know, uh, I used to always take shit because I was, I was like the baby grandchild and they loved me and I would always go. But you know what? I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. I had great, they were like a second set of parents to me. But he'd always, you know, the cheese did something, you know, and he called me Steve-O. That's Steve-O's team. You know, he'd always be real. That was our, that's our deal, right? The Chiefs. And so I wanted to be there because my grandfather, at one point, I'll never forget this, and it was after the Chiefs lost, fuck was it, I, it, it, was, it was when they lost to the Chargers after the 92 season. 17-nothing? Yeah. Or 24-nothing got, yeah, got shut and, out. And, 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 um, and I'll never forget, I, was, I, was, you know, I started to cry, I was upset because that's what it was. And he he fucking told me, and I'll never forget this. He goes, he goes, Mijo, I'll probably I'll probably be gone. He goes, but if if the Chiefs ever go to the Super Bowl, you gotta be, you gotta go, you gotta be there. You got you gotta be there for all of us. And I took that shit serious, right? And so at that time when they finally go to the Super, Bowl, my grandmother and grandfather passed away. My mom fell in love with the Chiefs, you know, during the Schottenheimer era, and she'd say the same thing. She wasn't around to go. And so, and then my cousin Tony was a huge Chiefs fan. He's, he's no longer with us. And so I thought, like, you know, for all the people that grew up in Northeast and all the people that love the Chiefs and all the people, the real, true Chiefs fans, why in the fuck are you going through your phone while I'm trying to tell a story? Pictures. This is more distracting than anything you've ever done in this fucking studio. I'm getting studio. pictures. I'm trying to tell you a heartfelt story. I'm listening. You know? And I, I said, uh, you know, for all the people that invested so much time and effort and tears into this team, I want to be there to represent my family. I want to be there to represent my grandfather, my mom, and, and be there so, you know, someone from our family was there when they finally got to the Super Bowl. 
and there was a big fucking deal to me. And I and I and so then walking in, you got the precious ticket, but you were my, alone. Call the bull. I don't give a fuck. So I, you were in back in the fucking shot in, in 89, 1991. I had one single season ticket up by myself. He I used like to going to games alone. I don't care. So the, the the end the end of the bit is Jason was able to get into the area. Now right. he was setting. You know, here's what happens. Fucking media, the way they run this is stupid. Like we cover all the games, and we got one fucking seat in the stands i'm not right. bitching okay we're not in the press box whatever and lots of people get these things they don't even go to the fucking game so there's empty seats all around the auxiliary press thing so jason got in you could have gotten in i guess and he was sitting in someone else's seat but i had, 10 a, rows I had a great seat you were good to go i had some people from san francisco in front of me they actually bought me some food because they felt bad for me because when the Chiefs were losing you looked like you needed food you hadn't I was, eaten or I drink was sitting drank yeah, in I was, days. Oh, yeah i was sitting next to a couple of Chiefs fans from england um, I had a great fucking seat, and it was wonderful. And I didn't even consider going to the bathroom. I before the game, I scared Goldie Hawn because I yelled at her because I like Goldie. She's like, you know, whatever. Um, I was, I was, I was in, I was in heaven, right? About four minutes to go in the game. No, 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 we're not getting. Oh, we got to go halftime. I'll get first. there. We got to no, get halftime. J Lo. Well, yeah, that was great. That was awesome. They don't need to hear about J Lo. Okay, I'm telling you. So my experience. The game is not going well. Halftime comes and goes. I love J-Lo. That was fantastic. I loved watching Shakira. Great halftime show. I always know, no matter what the game situation is, at some point, I'm wearing my like a Chiefs pullover and a Chiefs hat, pair of jeans. Underneath that, I have my Sports Radio 810 shirt. At some point, I'm going to have to walk from my seat over to the press area, take off my Chiefs pull over in my hat, and then turn into Sports Radio 810 guy yeah. so we could be ready to go down to the locker room. And and the whole time, I'm like, you know, I, and it's all the other, on the other side of the fucking deal. Yeah. I didn't want to do it at halftime because I didn't want to miss the halftime yeah, yeah. show. And there was never time. I'm going to miss a little bit of the yeah, game. you don't want to miss anything. And so when I decided to walk over was uh, the second interception by Mahomes. Mm-hmm. When it, it, looked like, ball. it looked like it was going to be over. toast. The guys are down, and, and that was digits. it. And I and I and I said, "Motherfucker, they're gonna lose this game." And I, I grabbed my shit, and I said, "Well, I'm gonna walk over there now, and I'll see if I can get it." Uh, I was gonna get a t-shirt for the kids and whatever. So walked, and, I, and I'm, I'm I'm so fucking mad. I'm going all this fucking time, all this effort. I wanted to get this ticket. I wanted to be here. They're gonna fucking lose. And I'm the, fuck this, and I don't want ever. I don't want to try to come back again. I, I'm 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 just devastated by this, right? And so that I run over to one of the auxiliary cons- uh, souvenir places, and I see the price of the shirts. I go, they will not be getting a shirt from here. Not a shirt from here. Getting a fucking airport shirt, and they'll love it. And so, but I'm taking my time. I'm walking over there, and I'm going to the bathroom. I'm fucking mad because they're in my mind like this game is over. Lose this game because you didn't believe because they hadn't been down. No, in I didn't the postseason. say. It was, I, I said I, I didn't say it was over. I said I just didn't. I was yeah. mad. By the time I walk and get to where you guys are, yeah. our seats we're in the, the media, end zone of the upper deck. It was the it was the uh, the, the the review the, the the replay the the review the catch of the right. catch of the Tiger Hill catch. Remember, right? right. Yes, where the catch there was over catch, yeah. where the catch was overturned. Right, and the next play and so was as soon as I sat down, I said. Is was it good? Is it good or not? And both you and Jay says, "No, nah, it's not a catch." And you said, "Do we have time for Wasp?" I'm like, I'm like, fuck. And so I get settled, 
And right when I get settled in this part, wasp. Yeah. And it fucking happens, and I see it. And I'm like, and I, I remember, I, I, I go like, motherfucker, they can still do this. And I'm start, I'm, I, ooh, I, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Kelsey scores a touchdown. And then when do you point to the fucking half-eaten Twix? So there's uh, people who were setting up there had left. Yeah. So we're just watching the game. I mean, we're the only people who care. The Kansas City people are the only people who care. The other people are like, fuck this. I'm getting on the bus. I'm leaving. So I don't know if you guys know this about Steven. He's a little fastidious about certain things. He's a bit of a germ freak, but it's okay. I'm not judging you. And I wash my hands a lot. He does. So there's a, a fucking Twix bar that someone had left another person in the media. Let me tell you something. The COVID restrictions did not bother me at all. I would like to live my life of social distancing and people not fucking touching me. And I fucking have hand sanitizer at all times. I don't want people around me. I like it. All right. So, so I, was ve- I was very accepting. And I think the Chiefs were still losing at this point. And my, now I think they were losing. They hadn't gone as go ahead and touch. And I can't remember exactly when it was. I said, Dude, you take a fucking bite of that Twix. They're going to win this game. They, it was, they, no, no, I tell you, I know exactly when it was. It was going to be on thir- third down and goal. Right before they scored the go-ahead touchdown. The go-ahead touchdown that D- Damian Williams, the tiptoe. Or, or it might have been during the replay of it. Right. So that's when it happened. Yeah. And you said, if so you, Chiefs, eat, you eat this fucking, take a bite of this Twix, they're going to win this fucking Some game. random person had eaten. It wasn't random. It was a media person. A very clean media person. A random person. media all, person. So it, oh, there's some fucking dirty-ass media people. What did people. you do? You said if they win the game. Oh, if, you win, if they win, you have to take yeah. a bite. And you said, fuck yes. Yeah, fuck yeah. I said, if they win, I'll do whatever. And so... So then they win. No, we know what happened. And that fucking run by Damian Williams, I'll never forget it. Yeah. And, and, and it was almost like everything was happening too fast. Because if you think of the sequence of Wasp, the Kelsey touchdown, getting the ball back, you know, the, the go-ahead touchdown, the, the fucking, you know, everything. It's like I, go, I, go, I remember I look, I go, this happened too fast. I can't wrap my head. Are they, they going to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. I didn't know what to do. And so then as soon as Damian Williams comes in here, and as soon as Damian Williams scores that touchdown, it's like they fucking They're going to win. They can't lose and this. I took that half-eaten Twix, and I, I ate that motherfucker. I didn't care about any germs or whatever else. And so then, if you remember, we were grabbing some Super Bowl programs, and one of the ushers almost wanted to fucking fight us. Those are my programs that I put on. Like, Fuck you. Fuck you. You work here. You don't care. So anyway... Then we go downstairs and we work. No, no, wait, hold on. This is where my this is where my special story. Oh, is. Then you call home. So no, we walk out, and we're upper level, and there's this the long giant Huge escalator, escalator to go down. Yeah, it's like four stories. And then you look at me before you get on there, and I was doing like a Facebook Live thing, and you're going, "Don't cry, don't cry." I said, "Too fucking late," and I'm crying because then the Super Bowl that we we won it right, and so then I get really emotional, and so I call my I call Susan. And I'm on, I'm on speakerphone with Susan and the boys, and I can hear how excited they are. And I go, can you, can you fucking believe it? They just won the Super Bowl. And I'm, I, I just saw it. And then we're talking, and you're saying, come on, we got to go down to do interviews. We got to work. And I said, uh, I said, uh, I said, hey, something like, I said, hey, uh, your dad's got to go interview the Super Bowl champs. Bang. I'll call you back. And, it, and then I just, like, fucking just. Tears go down my face. And so we get to that, and it's one of these weird moments in my life where everything kind of just slowed down. And I remember we get on top of that escalator, and we're going down. And I just thought about my grandfather, and I thought about my mom. And honestly, I thought about all the horrific fucking playoff losses 
that we had ever endured as Chiefs fans. I thought about the fucking Colts game that I was at when I froze my ass off and Lynn Elliott and Paul Hackett and Steve Bono combined to fuck me and the rest of the Chiefs fans. I thought about the Elway Broncos game, uh, you know, where fucking Elvis Kerback fucked me in that one. And so, um, you know, the, the, the no punt game, the fucking, you know, the, the Steelers playoff loss. Marcus Mariota. I mean, all of throw them. Throw catch. But even going back, like, the loss to Miami when fucking Lowry missed the field goal. And, Short. And they lost 17 to 16. All the losses just wrapped into one, you know, the losses at Buffalo. And it was overwhelming because you got to understand something. I didn't really talk about it that much, but the previous year, that loss to the Patriots and the AFC Championship game fucking broke me. Mm-hmm. I had never been so devastated, and I remember I parked in, in the in the in that bottom lot as far out as possible as you could go, because in my mind is when they win, I want to be able to just walk to my car and have to. I don't want to have to drive right. through all the shit because they're gonna be setting this place on fire. And in many regard, in many respects, it reminded me of the 2014 run for the Royals. Because, you know, like, you, you never know if you're in a special season, the magical season, right? And then you're in it, and you think this is it. Right, yeah. And, 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 it's, it and it's the magical season until it's not. Like, 2014 was the magic ride to a championship until Salvi popped up the fucking ball, and it wasn't. Like, same thing, right, like, yeah. with, with, with Missouri in the SEC, Second place going is, is 32nd right? place. It doesn't like, fucking matter. Like, when you even, get like, there. at halftime in the third quarter – in the SEC title game against Auburn, it's the magical season I've, I've waited for. I'm, I'm living it until, they don't until tackle it anyone. wasn't. Yeah. Until 2014. So in that year, when the Chiefs came back in the second half against the Patriots, I had both my boys right there watching the game. I'm going to see them win with my sons. And on the D4 offsides play, when we intercepted, I remember Richie turned around and goes, Dad, we did it. And, I go, and the worst thing I ever taught, I said, there's a flag. Richie, there's a flag. And I'll never forget, and it was, it was such an incredible comparison in my mind. After the 2014 uh, playoffs, the World Series Game 7 loss, I was so cognizant of how they were up. Like, Phil was crying. Mm-hmm. Richie was devastated. And so I was more concerned about taking care of them, walking them to the car, saying, don't look at any of the other fans. Let's just get in this fucking car and, and you know. And, get out. You know. And then the next year, Phil cried in my arms because we won. Happy. Right? Different tears. But – I'll never forget it was totally different. After they lost to the Patriots, I was fucking broken. And they had to basically lead me to the car. And they were like, Dad, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because, uh, I mean, they're young. They're yeah. I, And I'm, I'm fucking, I, I go, I go. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Dad, happen. it's okay. It's all right. And it was the longest fucking walk side parks so yeah. far away. And it seemed like every fucking Patriot fan was right there on our way to the fucking car. And it, was just, it broke me, right? And so... That's why when I when I called him, I was so happy to say that. And I was just like going down that long escalator, I was just thinking about every loss and every heartbreak and every tear that was shed. And I just and I just kept thinking, they just won the fucking Super Bowl. And I was thinking, would you get their fucking mind right? We got to do it. We're gonna work here. And we got down there. Yeah, we did. So we they, they, they had these little scrum things, you know? and you were with the video doing scrum things. And I Frank said in Clark. The, I said in the in the big room, it was so. It, here's what fucking frustrates me. I'm not going to bitch too much about the NFL. This is the National Fucking Football League. Yeah. They bring Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes one at a time into this great big room with all these people. No one is there to call on anyone. They're just shouting. What's wrong with that? Finally, Ted Cruz steps up, 
and I'm sitting in the front row with like Vahe and and I think Adam and me and Ted Cruz steps up and he finally points to no right here and and like because yeah. the NFL people weren't doing anything it's like can do we need someone from you know the the, Maybe. the, the New York uh, the New Orleans Times Picayune shouting a question in the back no let's get some fucking answers for the people here anyway we got that done we get on the bus remember that there was a dude <laughs> the dude it was so fucking late that the dude we got on this bus and the guy says. I'm done after this. And the, the supervisor's like, no, you're not done. Or whatever. This guy was going to just, like, drive the bus to, to the no, hotel. No, one in the morning, this fucking guy quit. stopped the bus, got off the bus. We, we're on the road. He stops the bus, and he goes, and there's a bathroom in the back. He walks down the hall and takes a puck, fucking piss. And we're like, <laughs> what is going on here? Finally, he didn't know where he was going. We had to go through this one other hotel. Then this somewhat, it was a local guy. He says, you got to turn right here. The guy did not know where he was going. He got lost. You were getting irritated. I was getting and irritated. And I was like. I don't give a fuck. Well, we we were we were working the, the Super Bowl, right? But we get back to the hotel. Let me look what time this 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 bucks. We got bus back to the hotel happened. and we broadcast all night long, and then I had to do the morning show too. Hold on, I got a couple pictures. Great. I sent these to Ben. Oh, we're gonna God. have these on. This is what I was doing earlier in bothering. Let me get some timestamps on these pictures. I'll send you some too. We were on the bus at. This is well. It's still February second. That's not so bad. Ten forty three. La da da. No 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 There's Andy. And there's us. Oh, then, was, before we got on the bus, you and Jason, we went down to the field and took some pictures, and you guys picked up turf off the field. I, now, we'll tell I the turf a story big, a second. I took a big chunk of the fucking end zone where Damian Williams scored the go-ahead touchdowns. Thank so, you. So we're down there, and let's see, the timestamp on the I picture. I took that fucking turf back to Kansas City. We're on the bus. And it's in my house at still. At 1241. So it's after midnight. We're on the Ooh. bus. We get back to the hotel. We're on the air with Briscoe and Brad Porter at 229. What was I eating? I got a, I got a, this is pizza. I don't remember where we got this pizza. Oh, we had the pizza the day before. The pizza is one day old pizza. It was my birthday pizza. Watching Dr. Pimple Popper eating pizza. The next picture shows a, it says ham and it says 0124. That means that ham sandwich was made on the 24th. And this was February 3rd. This was not a fresh ham sandwich that I think you polished that fucking thing off while we did it. The next morning, you got to get up and be on the radio from the hotel room at Seven Bells East Coast time. Dude, I'm ready to roll. At 6.38 East Coast time, I'm on another fucking bus to go down to the final press conference of the day where they bring Andy and Patrick back out to go to fucking Disney World, right? And I sent Ben this picture. Mahomes had not slept a wink. He looks rough standing there with Mickey Mouse to try to talk about how we won the Super Bowl the night before or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't ever want to be on another fucking bus again. Then I got to ride the bus back, finally get back, and Jason's wrapping his show up. And I go and get us all like Chick-fil-A or something. Yeah, Chick-fil-A. I drive through and got us all Chick-fil-A. We're all packed up. We're ready to leave. We go, and uh, our plane's on time. It's all good. We get to the airport, and uh, Jason and Steven both have significant chunks of turf. This isn't like two oh, blades of grass. Fucking, the big part of the fucking turf. So, I don't know. We're in uh, this. Is maybe people take drugs in and out of Miami. I don't know if they go to Miami's airport to do this. But we, uh, we're there. They search my ass. Uh, and I, I get through security. I look back. TSA's got both of these chuckle fucks at the, at the thing. And, and I wasn't listening. But what was the discussion like with the TSA about yeah, your, like, your what uh, is I go carry-on look. bags? I go, look, you can think whatever you want. I, I worked for the game. <laughs> I was here to cover the Super Bowl. I was on the field after the Super Bowl, and I removed a giant piece of the end zone. And this is what it is. I, 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 I have nothing else to say. I mean, either you believe me or you don't. And I said, they're going to take my 
fucking Super Bowl turf. And they let me they let me keep it. I All this it. work. I had it preserved. We did it. We got on the plane. What was on TV on uh, the Southwest the flight? Bowl. The Super Bowl was on NFL Network. You remember Network. where our layover was? Hot Atlanta. What did I do in Hot Atlanta? Ate some more bad food. Varsity. Varsity. Fucking hot, I chili dogs fucking or whatever. Hot, hot dog and hamburger. We ate chili dogs. We ate chili dogs or hamburgers or whatever it was. We got the food at the varsity. And then, and then look, this is the Cliff Dose version. That was a fucking great trip. But I never want to do it again. No. I kind of do. No. Well, maybe. We'll Nine see. Nine fucking days. And then, so this was a reminder. Hey, look. We're starting a new football season. Maybe they're going back to the Super Bowl. Maybe you can create a nine-day odyssey at the Super Bowl when the Chiefs go back again. But I wanted to share that story because I never really told all of it, and there's other stuff that we can tell at some point later. But what a, it's, it's, it's my favorite memory of my professional career, and I'm so lucky and so glad and so happy that I was part of it, and I'm so happy that, I'm, that I was you know part of people's memories. It, it'll never be... The you same know, as that one. Of, of the Chiefs. Well, yeah, it, nothing's ever the same. Yeah, I mean, I know it was great last year. They won, and people no, had a great no time, all that stuff. But, I mean, the first time, and it's not the first time, it's the second time, but whatever. And I should have been us. retired for nine days, and it was glorious. It was wonderful. So, well, there, I'm, a good, I'm a good roommate. We're good. You know? Keep to yourself. So there you go. That's Todd Lebo. My name's Stephen St. John. That's our uh, Super Bowl memory for you to start the season off with good vibes. We'll be back with next week with another episode of Hot Mic with SSJ. Until then, the microphone is off.